Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. Some people like them. Some people avoid them like the plague, as the saying goes. But like them, hate them, whatever. You can't really avoid them a lot of the time at the store. It is the self-checkout. And we're talking about that with our contributor, Scott Schatz, this morning. Scott, do you use them? I'm like you, Simi. I use them when I absolutely have yes. to, but I prefer not to if it's an option. And I think that's like a lot of a lot of people. But there's discussion, this talk now that you know shoplifting has increased as a result of self checkout. And I like the way you mentioned it before. Are retailers getting sort of what they deserve from bringing in all this? Well, there's like, a certain amount of irony. With yeah, us. exactly. Uh, so I spoke with Adrian Beck. He's from the University of Leicester. He's a, a professor of criminology and an expert on self-checkout. And I basically started by asking him flat out, like, is this true that self-checkouts are contributing to theft and shoplifting? Well, what we see from the data from retailers is that they now estimate around about 25% of all their losses in grocery stores are now a consequence of using self-checkout. So there's certainly been an incredible increase in the amount of loss that retailers are now experiencing as a consequence of their investment in self-checkout, certainly. Now, do you think that this has the potential to uh, reverse the move to self-checkout as like, does the loss outweigh the profit? Yeah, I mean, the main driver for retailers has been this you know, incredible reduction in labor costs that they would have associated with the checkout process. And so if you think about, you know, an old fashioned grocery store store where you might have had 25 checkouts with 25 staff you've now got a situation where you've probably got maybe two or three staff looking after that so there's an incredible labor saving and so even though losses have gone up and continue to go up um, I think for the most part retailers are still um, in a situation where they are saving more than they're losing through the use of self-checkout. And another thing that we've sort of seen as a result of this is the increase of, I want to maybe say loss prevention or people who are checking receipts, but that's becoming more common. It it is, yeah. Retailers are now recognising that they have to do a number of things to try and uh, gain some control over the losses that they're now experiencing at self-checkout. And so, you know, we're seeing um, more of an investment in guardianship in terms of people. So they're actually putting people back into these spaces. They probably stripped out too much labour. And so they're now putting people in there to uh, act as guardians in those spaces to try and keep customers honest and accurate. We're also seeing investment in technologies, so particularly video technologies around trying to analyze when people may or may not be doing things correctly in those spaces and bringing that to the attention of staff or indeed the customers themselves. Um, And then we also see in terms of the design of the stores as well, you know, increasingly seeing people being put into corrals into these spaces to try and create what I call zones of control, where people feel less likely to take advantage of these machines. So there's a whole host of things that retailers are trying to do to get a handle on these losses. Do you feel like people are more okay with shoplifting now than they were, say, 10 years ago or before self-checkout was so prevalent? 
Yeah, I think what we've seen with self-checkout is that it's created a, you know, a whole host of opportunities that were simply not available to a vast swathe of shoppers prior to its introduction. You know, when you were going out through a traditional staff to checkout, there weren't a lot of opportunities to, to steal in that environment. Clearly, you could go into the store and put things into your pocket, but that was a very overt expression of theft. With self-checkout, what it does is it creates a series of rather ambiguous and blurred opportunities for theft mm. that could be dressed up as excuses or mistakes. And so what you've now got is, you know, a lot more people being put into that position. And inevitably, some of those people will take opportunities and they'll do what we often describe as as excuse making, which is they'll say, well, you know, it's not my fault that this has happened. You know, you've made me use these machines and therefore if I make mistakes, you know, this this will happen because you haven't trained me to use them say there's 10 self-checkouts is it one person stealing a lot or a lot of people stealing just a little bit and then paying for a bit more yeah i think you've really nailed it there i think you know we, we often get concerned about these you know organized criminals and, and you may get one organized criminal going into a store and perhaps stealing five thousand dollars in one go what you'll also have in the very same day is five thousand customers using self-checkout each one probably losing the retailer a dollar what do you think is is the next progression of self checkout here? Uh, we, we're going to be seeing more checkout, self checkout, not less. I think that's that's just a reality, both in terms of you know the the the, the labour saving that that stores get from this. Uh, certainly in Europe, uh, their ambition is to get upwards of eighty to ninety percent of transactions now going through self checkout. Ultimately, this is going to end up costing the consumer in the end, isn't it? Yeah, you know, all, all retail losses eventually have an impact on profit and loss, so they want to make a profit. And if they have additional costs within their business and losses are a cost to them, then they will be added on to the to the to the cost of goods. And I'm afraid, you know, all forms of loss eventually come through and back to the customer because that's how retailers make a profit. They have to pass on those costs. So yes, I'm afraid customers ultimately will have to pay for all the losses that are generated at self-checkout. That's Adrian Beck. He's a professor of criminology at Leicester University, and he's been studying self-checkout for over 10 years. Don't expect it to go away anytime soon, Simmy. There's just so much irony with this, right? Like, I know that for a while there we were thinking, well... I was almost changing my mind about self-checkout because I thought, I think we have to because of the labor shortage and stores can't find people. So maybe I'm going to have to start using the self-checkout. But now that's not the case because we know stores are still making a ton of money. They just don't want to have to maybe deal with employees. Totally. The profits are so big that they're essentially just looking at this loss from self-checkout as, yeah, it's just the cost of doing business. We'll try to prevent it where we can. But, you know, there's there's a, a degree of, like Professor Beck mentioned, sometimes it's an error. I think we've all sort of had that. Sometimes it's people just, you know, sort of skimming one thing or two off the top of their bill. It's not these huge overt thefts, but they just kind of look at it as we'll do our best to prevent it, but it's going to happen and it hmm. still makes more money doing this than hiring checkout people. So I've been asking people their thoughts on self-checkout this morning, right? And I would love to hear from people on this. You can uh, call or text our buzz line, 604-331-2899. You can also email me, simi at cknw.com. And so I have to read to you this email that I got, Scott, from, from Bev. And so... 
Bev says that she uses self-checkouts frequently. She said she's a single person. She can walk to all the big box stores, so she buys small quantities. To her, they kind of feel like an express lane, so she uses that. She said twice, though, at the local Walmart that she goes to, she's gone to the self-checkout, and she has noticed that the previous customer just has walked away without paying because the amount owing is still on the screen when she walks up to it. And she said the first time it happened, it was $85.13. Okay. The second time she said it was $9. And so she says she called a clerk over to say, hey, this, you know, this person did this and look at that. So they had to clear the machine and do all that. And they asked her a few questions. But she said, you know, many times she has found that the kind of the employees that they have standing at the self-checkout are just kind of standing around. They're not really paying that much attention. So she said she has two minds of this. She said, on the one hand, you know, Walmart can absorb the cost, sure. which is what you were saying. But on the other, she said, we all kind of all pay when the theft occurs. And, and that is the ultimate bottom line. If this becomes more and more prevalent, again, as Dr. Beck said, this is, this is going to get passed on to the consumer. There's no, other, there's no other end to this other than that. So what is the end game for the, is it, are they saving that much more money by having a self-checkout that they can write off the amount that they lose at the self-checkout? I mean, I think they can, but it sounds like they don't want to. I mean, the whole goal of retail is to increase the profit as much as possible. And so they're looking for ways to do that. Like he mentioned, uh, video cameras or this sort of corralling system where they only let so many people through the self-checkout at a time. So it seems like there are more eyes on you, but it's going to be a thing that they're definitely going to have to figure out as this goes forward. Cause like you said, it's not going away. It's not going away. And I also think that it's not set up properly. Like if you're going to a grocery store, there's not enough room there for you to take your stuff out. And, and especially if you're buying a yeah. bit of stuff, right? Oh, absolutely. A cart full. Uh, yeah. And then they, you have to take it out and you have to put it on the thing because they want to make sure they, you know, catch everything that yep. you've got there and they got, it has to be weighed on that thing that you've got there. Right. So I just don't think they make it as convenient as it could be for, for sure. They could have, they could have better machines. They could definitely do with more people there per, per machine to Why sort of help people out. Why not give me a handheld out. scanner? Why make me hold it up to the thing? That's a great idea too. 